Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Have you heard? You can listen to your favorite sports shows ad-free. Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit Amazon.com slash sports ad free. That's Amazon.com slash sports ad free. And catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know, I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to HardhideStrawberryWhiskey.com. That's HardhideStrawberryWhiskey.com. The Saints season is over. No playoffs. Dennis Allen did the impossible. He beat the Falcons 48 to 17, and yet Saints fans hate him even more. Thomas, hit that intro. Welcome to the award winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph the best host in the world who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Jesus Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong, because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are presented by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. I'm Ralph Marlboro. I'm joined by Dave, Andrew. Hello to everybody watching on the live stream on Twitch. We got a ton of people. Your boy, Alan, Andrew's dad, Hudak Golfer, Jerry, Bulldog St. Nolafrey, 
no no uh, saint uh jason champagne budrich mandy mo Mo san antonio saint there's so many like people are packing the twitch chat tonight thanks for joining us guys we're gonna recap the Saints fun hat they had smashing the Falcons. Jameis telling DA he's the captain now. Arthur Smith crying like a little girl. And the 2023 draft suddenly looks amazing. The hotline is mad at everyone. We take your questions and shocking picks to the game. Uh, forecast conclusion. And we're going to give away the knife before we start. Uh, remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcast. I also have to mention MVP contest. It's close and closing tonight. Uh, Jerry, who's in the chat at JLD Hot Sauces and Knives, he gave us this custom made knife with the Saints Happy Hour logo. Uh, we're gonna raffle it off. Tonight's the night. Uh, if we reach $100 in donations tonight, the MVP will choose which mini bar bottle for my giant mini bar collection I will poison myself with. Before I get to those uh, two bottles, which are amazing, uh, I got to read this note. Vince from Maine, Andrew, he sent me, he said, I was going through some old stuff and I stumbled upon an autographed Deuce McAllister jersey. Thought maybe y- y'all would know someone who would like it or give it away to a Saints Happy Hour fan. And, of course, I included some booze for you to drink. Enjoy. P.S. Fire T.A. Um, so that was nice events. Uh, my two uh, bottles that I'll be drinking tonight, this is courtesy of Dave, courtesy of the people at the live show. Yeah, uh, Dave finally sent me that. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Absence. Hi, Ma- Hi, Max. Hi, Max. It's Absence. Oh, it's hey. this disgusting. Wait, wait. Say that again. Absence. Absence. How do you say? Absence. <laughs> absinthe. I like your abs. I like your absence of being able to s- absinthe. Say absinthe correctly. <laughs> I don't. All right. Absinthe. All right, One listen. more time, Dave. Let me use it in a sentence. Absinthe. Absinthe. You're, you're, you're drinking in, like, absinthe first. I don't care what the other bottle is. That's what you're drinking first. So and everyone, I want to watch Ralph do the maximum amount of the show off that bottle of absinthe, which, by the way, is huge. It is. Hold it up again. Like it's, yeah, it's that's like two shots. It it's looks like gigantic. Is wormwood as well. So I think that's in the same family as Malort. I believe. Yes. God. So donate now so we can watch Ralph I mean, hallucinate. I'll, I'll, I'll of course drink it all. I will. Like I, I'll drink it all. But it may have to be like one swig. Uh, swallow. Drink some uh, delicious hard hide strawberry whiskey and lemonade and do another shot because this is gigantic. This is like three shots almost. Um, um, there we go. There we go. Who dad so, golfer? Getting after it. Let's go. So, so um, remember, you can donate via a stream elements by typing in exclamation point don't exclamation point donate in the chat and click the link that appears. Twitch takes like fifty percent because they're like the mob uh, when you donate using bits. So you can spend less money, and it's easier to get me drunk. It's win-win. Even Andrew can do it. And remember, the best $20 you'll spend all week, text-to-speech donations. Boom. You interrupt the show. It's done. Uh, Thomas, we have an MVP leader already. Yes, we do. Uh, speaking of MVP, Andrew is the MVP with the donation of one point. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, sorry, that's that's Andrew's dad. Andrew's dad. One point five k bits. That's also thanks to Huda Golfer for one k bits. Thank to Badrish for one uh, two fifty bits. Uh, to Jason Champagne for subscribing with Prime and to Real Uncle Mitty. And also, uh, I have to remind that last week, Hatchet John won with 51 bucks. So we are at 22.5 out of 100 we, bucks. I'm, of course, drinking Hard Hide uh, strawberry whiskey and lemonade. It's delicious. I was talking to John over at Hard Hide. We were commiserating. We both bet on Washington last night and got our asses handed to us. Why did you bet on Washington? I don't know. I'm bad. You really at it. thought they I, were going to win? I'm bad at college football. I'm. Bit, I had a great Jeez. year with the. I had a great year NFL, and I just dabbled in college, and I got kicked in the nuts. What do you want, Dave? Um, yeah, I bet the over. I put fifty bucks on the over. I I I assume both offenses would roll. And man, yeah. Michael Penix really screwed me. Yeah. So Phoenix. what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Oh, you're doing dry January, Andrew. Yeah, oh, I'm drinking. Matt Ryan! <laughs> Shut up, Ralph, and drink the absinthe. <laughs> oh, did he get us there? No, no. Uh, thanks, oh. Andrew, for a 28 to free bug donation. Also, thanks to Purveyor of Awesome for $10 tip. Thanks. What are you drinking, Dave? Uh, I am drinking. I threw away the can, but uh, I'm drinking this Hazy Boy IPA that's almost done. This is gnarly barley social lubricant it's very good wow. all right so we oh, gotta start sean elias with 100 buck tip Ralph. no wow wow wow, wow. Jeez. wow. from the top rope he's Holy not here but make a you wrestling know. analogy he makes his Jeez. contribution. Jesus. How did he do it if he's not here? I oh mean, so, you know, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm not was, even going to. It was a coordinated effort. Dave, let I'm me, not even going to, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to like ask the question. It's this. It's, the, yes, they, it's they, absent, yeah. Absent, and it's, all right. It's a, ooh, this, this, this bottle, I forgot who. Sent it, gave it to me at the live show. It is like super fancy. It's got like, was like it Nikolai? Did Nikolai give Nikolai it? Nikolai, maybe. It's got like butterflies. And look at that. It's fancy, fancy. How many? How many? How big is that bottle? How many ounces or milliliters is that? Um, milliliters. The, the print is really. Oh, I'm. I don't know. The print is really small. I can't even. All right. All right, quit well, maybe, spilling it. Maybe, maybe after you drink it, uh, you'll, oh my you'll, you'll, god, you'll be able to I, see like, better. It, is it green? Is it green? It is kind of greenish. Well, that might be the bottle, though. I don't even know. Like, it smells like it smells like like Ass? it smells. No, it smells like it smells like mint. Your mom's armpits. Mint, mint, and like stale water. All right, let's go. Let's stale go. water. Mm. Like you know, like rancid, like 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 water that's in a ditch. All right, Damn. go. Sean Orlean says, "Drink up, fucker." <laughs> oh, are you doing the whole thing? Oh, he's doing the whole thing. Oh, Did you do the God. whole thing? Oh, that, oh, he's doing the face. Oh, get the bucket. Oh, he spins something out. <laughs> oh, hey, Sally, I need assistance. Did you? Spit out? What did you, did you spit out? Did you just puke? Mm-mm. I didn't spit it out. Oh. 
Max is still standing right next to you. Did you drink the whole thing? I did. That was a mistake. (laughs) What a role model you are. What a role model you are. God! Max, get in here. Fuck. (laughs) Get in here and and just look at at this man that they call your dad. (laughs) That was so terrible. And the thing was, it... The thing was, Jesus, that I not ask you, out of you. You, you. You okay, buddy? I am is your not. Arm, is your is your arm fixed after that? Yeah, my arm is fixed. <laughs> like that was a mistake. Like the like, like everything is like wobbling. It's really like how strong is it? Like it. They what? say you can hallucinate, right? From absence. It's like yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's like the Malort. In a sense of I, it, I did. It. I was like, "Oh, this isn't bad. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go." And and it, I was like, "I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna throw it back." And like, I was halfway done, and I realized it was a mistake. <laughs> but I didn't want to like spit late, it man. up as I'm drinking it. But like, oh, that made the malort look like a dessert. You Why? know what? We are less than five oh. bucks away from the second drink. Oh, my God. No way. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Who is donating? I mean, Sean O'Leans donated one hondo, man, when we were at, wow. like, 75. Yeah. Wow. All right, keep the donations coming. What what, what, what else we got, Ralph? <laughs> did, Sean Arlene's, did Sean Arlene's use his Amazon gift card that Ralph gave us all uh, for Christmas uh, <laughs> to, to make Ralph drink? <laughs> Look, listen, we're not going to talk about the Saints all night. We're not going to talk about Jameis or the play at the end of the game. We're just going to get Ralph wasted, and then that's going to be the show. Wow. That's it. That was this is such a bad that that was such a bad decision, like it, like everything, like I'm all, like everything is off, like my like my balance, like it's just oh. There you go. Oh, wow, oh, Jesus, Let he's got to drink it. again. I'm going to get another drink. Wow, you want me to forget? I can hear you now when I walk. Oh, around. so I can just drink. See. Might as well just knock it out. Just, are we doing a mailbag after this? Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh my god! See, I, am I going to have to host this show? You might. You might. What, 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 what do we have now? What's what's on the menu? Salted caramel Irish cream. Oh, see now, like normally, I, I would see. I was thinking in my foolishness, I was like, "Well, I'll do the absinthe and like." It will be at like the 35, 40 minute mark, and then I'll do that and like maybe the finish it off with Irish cream at the very end. I'm scared, like the like the absinthe and the and the 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 yeah, that shit's gonna instantly curdle. Uh, salted the caramel salted Irish in your trachea. Bad. He can't even talk, man. I can't. <laughs> Wait, is am I like? like- you're you're like fumbling on words worse than ever right now. Oh, yeah. This is the this is the he's hallucinating. This We're is gonna the preview that bitch, and I'm gonna be drunk as fuck. <laughs> I'm already there. Jesus, <laughs> like, whew, I'm scared. Yeah, like your dad one. asks if another absinthe is available. <laughs> no, no, I want the cream. <laughs> you know, this. It smells right. delicious. It smells like a it smells like That's a good. caramel. They must like a, a roll puke beta. Oh, mm. compared to, mm. I'm sure that was easy compared to uh, that's a one. Absent. 
he's making the face. No, that was that was that was bad. Actually, I would say that was like a. It makes me almost want to vomit. Give it, give it twenty minutes. <laughs> so, so what was it? What what rating are you giving that one? I'm giving that one like a seven and a half. Like it was sneaky seven. terrible. <laughs> like my, it did not. It did not meet expectations, much oh like God. the Saints in 2023. I am way too entertained. I, honestly, this has been this segment has been more entertaining than the Saints on the field this season for me. What's the I, opposite of dry January? Because that's what Ralph is doing right now. Ralph January. Uh, Ralph January. <laughs> yeah, that's Ralph, right. Uh, Ralph Uary. Um, listen, we got to start. We got to actually talk about the Saints. We got to talk about it. We got to start. With Jameis. Well, hold on. Good, mo- good job, everybody, getting this out of the way. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. We got to start with the most hilarious Jameis thing to ever Jameis to end his career. Telling DA, I'm the captain now and sticking it straight up Arthur Smith's ass to the delight of us all. And then Jameis explaining it after the game was just as perfect as you can imagine. Thomas, play Jameis. It's long soundbite, but I don't care. Jameis explaining what he did was amazing. The play was, was victory. Yeah. Uh, but I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from DA's perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, but DA didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. so. If 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 we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already forty one seventeen. So I, I, I don't know how how much worse it can get. Uh, but I got a ton of respect for Arthur Smith and the coach that he is. Uh, I think they do some incredible things. Us. I didn't mean to. I didn't want to. Disrespect. That was not my intention. Uh, right. My intention was to lead the team that I've been with the entire year. And we made a collective decision that we wanted to get one of our guys who they fight with blood, sweat, and tears every game in the end zone. And uh, I'm going to feel good about that. Collective decision. Dave, I want a T-shirt. Jameis's head. Team decision. And I will wear it. (laughs) Consistently on the podcast, everything is fucking square. Oh, I, I hate y'all. Matt Ryan. LOL at Annie's video on Falcons slash Saints video. What was that? What is that? Oh, Annie's, Annie's, Annie's video. Yeah. Or, uh, I think that was that the video that we just played. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, I tried to join you. I tried to join you guys post game, but I was having all kinds of uh, issues, so I just had to bail. Um, and I happened to join. I wanted to talk about the whole last play thing, and I happened to join right as you guys were talking about it. And you didn't even know because I had listened to the post game on the way home, and I was listening to Da. And uh, yeah, uh, look, you, you know, the the only thing that I will give. Arthur Smith or DA is the fact that they ran it out of victory formation. That's kind of the only like cheap thing about it. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it, it's they, incredibly cheap though. Like, yeah, that, 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 a, that part is horrendous. Yeah, it's, there's potential yeah. for injury. Awesome. Yeah, what nobody's ex, nobody's expecting yeah. it. Uh, and I guess I mean, and I'm and I'm thinking about it, and I'm trying to play out the scenarios. I mean, I guess they felt like they couldn't line up regularly because DA would have seen it and would have called the timeout. Oh, timeout. And been maybe onto so. Them. 
and then maybe thrown Derek Carr out there. <laughs> That's uh, funny. That's and, funny. And Derek, and 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 then maybe instead thrown Derek Carr out there, which like Derek Carr, Derek Carr would not have done that. No way, no. Derek Carr is rocking no the shot. But uh, that's the only thing I'll give him. The one thing I want to say is like, just shame on DA. Shame on DA for saying no to getting Jamal Williams a, a, a touchdown in the first place. Shame on DA for not getting Jamal, not wanting to get him a touchdown for not for not being the kind of coach who recognizes that that's important to his players and to his team and to teammates. Uh, I, I mean, this isn't the first time, this isn't a surprise to, I think all of us here on this podcast to learn that DA is not a player's well, coach here's the thing. And, and has lost the locker room. Oh, I, I think I, I knew this, my, the eye opening moment for me was when he threw Olave under the bus on that play uh, for not running the route, finishing the route or oh, whatever. earlier in the season. Yeah, absolutely. That was when I that was that was the second I knew that it was DA and Derek Carr together. And I think it's I, I really do. I think it's the two of them versus the rest of the locker room. Uh, I think it's a huge I, 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 I it's not a huge problem. Like, obviously, the Saints have done well the last what five, six games. They've done a really good job. They look like one of the better teams in the league the last. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, but offensively, they look, they've looked good defensively. They've, they've still done pretty well. Um, but like, just, just Dennis Allen sucks. Like just, I, 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 we all want a coach who gives a crap about his players. We all want a coach. I'm going to just blame some on DA just cause. Yeah. I mean, like, like, right. It should never, it should never have even gotten to that point. Like they should never have even had to have had to do that. Like Dennis Allen is is the exact opposite of Peyton. I I hate to keep comparing him to Peyton. I don't want to compare every coach the Saints have ever had to Peyton, but like, that's the shit that that's the reason why we love Peyton. And that's the reason why we hate Dennis Allen. Peyton would have got Jimmy Graham a touchdown. That's the other thing. I was, that's exactly where I was going with this. Even more so, I don't, I dislike Dennis Allen even more so because he obviously had no intention. And, and, and the whole Jamal Williams thing proves it. Like if he's doing this to Jamal Williams, then I would say it's logically reasonable it's reasonable to for us to assume that he obviously went out of his way and said no to getting jimmy graham a touchdown i have to imagine jimmy graham and all the other guys on this team the veterans on this team would have wanted to see jimmy graham get a touchdown in probably his last game against the falcons maybe he would dunk it over the goalpost like he just ah, it's making me mad just think about it like and like God, he just sucks. He just sucks. He's well, just that's a, a good wet point. blanket, wet namby pamby. Dave, you do just a great God. I just Dave, I, what a Dave. loser. He's just a loser. And I just want to like, if we were in high school, I just want to like pick him up and stuff him in a locker. Like my God, Dave, you know, he's, the, yeah, he's the he's the hall monitor. He's the rat in the class. You know, he's the guy <laughs> when you, when you have the substitute teacher that comes in. The regular teacher's sick, and the substitute teacher comes in, and she rolls in the 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 cart with the with the TV on it, and you all are like ready to watch TV. And Dennis Allen raises his hand. And was like, no, actually, we were working on uh, chapter three, uh, uh, question two. Uh, we could just pick up right where we left off there. Uh, you know, like just f him, f him. So. Dave, you did a great job segueing. They, of course, after the game, Dennis Allen's a wet blank, blanket. He's the giver of terrible press conferences. And he had to go and totally ruin, Andrew, the moment where every Saints fan, for one, like, for like a good five minutes, we were all behind him. And we were like, oh, my God, DA, he's, he's embraced us. He gets us. Finally, he knows we, he's embraced the petty spirit of New Orleans. Nope. 
DA, of course, apologized to Arthur Smith like that baby Arthur Smith after the game. D Thomas, play that sound of DA. Loser. It's disgusting. Finish out that game. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. Uh, we should have taken a knee. So uh, I want to apologize to them. Um, because look, we're all like, it, it, it's we got a good rivalry, um, and, it, and it's a heated rivalry. Um, but there's a way we go about doing our business, and I wasn't happy about that. So, Andrew, I've never like the Saints won forty-eight to seventeen. He burned it all down. He burned it all down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so conflicted in some ways about all this because. I mean, I don't blame Arthur Smith for being pissed, first of all. I think his whole tantrum was hilarious. It was. Uh, I'm, I'm here to mock him. That is uh, the saddest I, I was very entertained. we'll ever see. I it's was very great. entertained that they scored out of the victory formation. Like, I found it very entertaining. Yes. But I also see why, like, the people in the league would be pissed. Like, that is some Bush League shit to run yes. out of victory <laughs> formation. Right. And then... I, I actually like, look, DA's a man of his principles, like him telling the players, no, you got to kneel. That's respectful to the opponent. And then him not wanting the team to do it, like, and then him being unhappy with his team that they did it. Like, I don't even blame him for that so much. I think the thing that really gets me is that he basically admitted to the world that he lost his team, That's that right. they don't listen to him. Like, That's right. To me, it, it's way worse than what people are making it out to be because he doesn't have the wherewithal when it's clear he's lost his team to somehow, you know, throw 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 people off the scent. You yeah, know what like, I mean? You and gotta, basically, you say, that and basically say, you know, you know, like first of all, you don't, you never fucking apologize to the Falcons, and and you know what. You know who vaults ahead of Jameis Winston even into the Hall of Fame? And we've already got him on this wall. But Jimmy Graham explains the situation and he ends his sentence with F the Falcons publicly. So, and and then a Falcons fan claps back at him and he shows the bent goalpost. He just tweets a picture of that. So that dude's Uh, the greatest of all time. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, put him in the ring of honor immediately. Immediately. That makes me, that makes me. Before Breeze. That That's makes right. me more mad because that makes me believe Jimmy really would have dunked it if he scored a touchdown. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. He was going to dunk it. 100%. He was going to dunk it. Especially when it be in 34 to 17. Look, you're telling I was yelling, me. I was yelling at, at him. People are paying, Ralph, to, to drink absinthe. You don't think they would cover Jimmy Graham's I was fine in about five seconds on a GoFundMe? Oh, oh I was my telling God. Him that. I was yelling. I was like, Jimmy, we'll pay the fine. Dunk it. Dunk it. It would unbelievable. If Jimmy Graham, they'd have got Jimmy Graham a touchdown. He'd have dunked it. It would have been, it would have been no hyperbole. It would have been the happiest Saints fans have been since before the no call. If he'd have scored and dunked the ball. So anyway, I will also share that a lot of people are making this about. Jameis versus DA, like I don't, I really don't think Jameis was trying to slight DA. Mm. I think, I think this was about Jamal Williams and like Jamal. I mean, I think we all see clearly. He hasn't even been here a year, dude. We've beloved. all seen clearly how uh, we saw it in training camp. Yeah, like greatest personality. Like everyone loves Jamal Williams. Everyone, he's the best teammate. And like 
like they, the, the, the guys just wanted to get him in the end zone. Now they should have done it for fucking Jimmy is who they should have done that's, it that's for. Right. Well, but, but, but I respect that it was for Jamal, but like, that's all it was. I don't, I, I really don't think Jameis was vindictive or had an ax to grind or was being petty. I think he was just trying to celebrate one of his guys. Like, I really yeah, think that and, look, I think Jameis, the whole offense Jameis, that was strictly the intent. Jameis has knows what it's like to be on a team and to be a teammate and to be a good teammate. I don't know the history of Dennis Allen, but it's Dennis Allen doesn't seem to know what it's like to be a teammate. Yeah. Like Dennis Allen seems to like it seems like he just went straight to coaching. Like he never played the game. Like he never was on a team but, with but, other but, guys. So I, like but I want to go like back he, to what like I he said. Was born and then he just yep. became a coach. He was born with a visor and a headset and and, and a lame ass personality. And, and and I just want to say like l- let's play this out for a second, right? So you tell your team don't do this. Like kneel it, and they All don't listen to you. Say yes. Oh yeah. They don't listen to you. I'm immediately like, well, shit, they didn't listen to me. The first thing that goes into my head is how do I damage control this? How do I protect myself and make sure the world doesn't find out that my team doesn't listen to me? Because it might cost me my job. It might cost me the respect of the fan base, which I've already lost. And this was a layup for him. He, I, like Ralph, he could have won the fan base over. Yeah, it was it was there for him to just right. say, "Yeah, you yeah, know I what? I hate it. the Falcons, and and I decided Arthur Smith. You know, I I decided to pour a little salt on the on the wound. Uh, you know, forty one to seventeen didn't feel like enough. I wanted to run up the score. <laughs> you know, like I mean, he could have said that." And like he would have won the or everything would have changed need, for him. He doesn't even need to be a jerk about it. He could just be like he could have just said. We as a team, we want to get Jamal a touchdown. Like he's been yeah, awesome. I mean, here's he's been the thing. awesome he, all year. He, I'm so I'm sorry, Arthur Smith feels that you way. Can't, but look, well, look, like, D- D- he can't D- he can't, D- say D- that. He can't say that because then he would have lined up in a regular formation. Uh, yeah, then it makes I, look, him look like an I, I respect I respect that DA is a sportsmanship guy and he's a he's principled and he he doesn't want to score in that situation. Like I, I actually respect that. The thing that kills me is that he doesn't have the brain to be like, how do I spin this? And then you go in the press conference like, dude, I don't know what you say. I don't know if you say no comment. I don't know if you say, yeah, wasn't thrilled about that. We'll deal with it internally. Uh, that, That probably gives up too much. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, in hindsight, we shouldn't have done that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address this when the time is right kind of thing. Like just throw people off the scent, throw up walls. I don't know. But what you don't do is you don't say, yeah, I didn't want our team to do that. And they did it anyway. Because that's telling everyone you're putting yourself on display to say that you are weak and no one respects you. Yeah, or or Aldi Mourinho. It was a miscommunication from the sideline. Yeah, miscommunication, there are a lot but of, I support my guys. There are a lot of political things that you could say uh, to not let everybody know the situation uh, and to also not make yourself look like a, uh, like you've lost the locker room. And you could easy, you could just say like, we're going to handle this internally or, uh, you know, we, uh, yeah, there was a miscommunication is great. Uh, he, he's just, again, he, he, 
He just sucks. There's no there. I mean, Derek Carr would have kneeled. We all agree with that. Oh, 100 percent. Right? No Derek. shot. Derek Carr. Would, he would have listened. No. And here's the thing. Ralph here's the thing I don't understand. Right. Like, why is Jameis in victory formation? Like, why did they didn't? I've never seen that. What other team does that where they put the backup quarterback in for victory formation? Yeah, that what was is weird. that? that it's weird. weird. And they've been doing it. Like, I don't. You get what you deserve, DA. Like, but here's the thing, Dave. This, there was an actual game, and the Saints played. Wasn't this, wait, wasn't this like? Isn't this like the plot to like Varsity Blues? Isn't Blue, it is. Didn't they used to put the? Didn't they put the backup quarterback in? Moxon, Johnny Moxon, man. He put. He went. Yeah. <laughs> when Jameis went full Mox. <laughs> I was Y'all, joking earlier that this was like you know our Rudy moment. This is no, James it's Mox. It's Mox. But yeah, this is blues. this is more like Varsity Blues. It's Varsity Blues, man. It's Mox. Um. <laughs> The thing is, Andrew, they played a perfect second half. Perfect. You can't, you literally can't play any better. It was 17 17 at the half. The Saints won 48 to 17. Kendra Miller, we didn't even know if he was real. 73 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. A.T. Perry, three, three catches, 53 yards, two touchdowns. You add in Brian Brissy, Jordan Howden, that's four quality, potentially NFL dudes, or at least four dudes with possibilities. The 2023, 2020, the 20, <laughs> the absence is just, it kicks in at moments. The like absence. Yeah, We're still calling can't it the anyone's name right. The 20, the 2023 draft suddenly went from, it's all right, to, oh my God, we might have something here, right, Andrew? Like, Yeah, I mean, A.T. Perry's real exciting because he's... Derek Carr's been trying to throw that 50-50 ball up into the end zone into coverage all season, and now it's finally working because he's got a guy that can make those plays. Um, so, yeah, he's making the contested catches, uh, which yeah. is what this team needed all along. Like, who knew that A.T. Perry was the guy to give it to him? Um, but, yeah, he. I mean, it, it's just frustrating that it came at the time that it did, but, like, the game was awesome. And, yes, I, I think fr- from a young player's perspective, um, we'll see – but what Isaiah Foskey can bring, hopefully he can kind of turn things around next year. But like uh, Bercy had a great year, uh, feeling good about A.T. Perry, feeling good about Kendra Miller. And, um, you know, I, I, I think this was a nice draft class, something to build off of. And dude, like, I don't know, in some ways, 48 to 17 over the Falcons. Like, it's, it's kind of nice to I mean, I'm sad the season's over. I really am. I, I, I've heard a lot of people say. Oh, worst season ever. This was so boring. Yeah, I wasn't, I, I was so entertained. Like I, I, I thought the season, look, I mean, I, I love the saints, but you gotta, I, I mean, you gotta find joy in, in Sundays watching this, right? I mean, I, you don't have to just, it was a weird, it DA. was a weird season though, Dave, because here's Very the, weird. the saints point differential Pythagorean theorem. The saints are a 10 and a half win team. The Eagles who won 11 games, or an eight and a half win team, if you just do point differential Pythagorean theorem. So, what what the hell is that? What what do you mean Pythagorean theorem? Like a squared plus b squared? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you you, you take what points. What the fuck scored, are you talking about? You take points scored, points given up, and whatever it is, you the divide it. The is working, man. You divide point it by a certain number, and, and it, dude, it's turned him into Einstein. 
is and Van Gogh. <laughs> right. And it, and it gives you a number. But the what thing the is heck? that the season was weird is the Saints on paper, they're a 10 and a half win team, but they had five games that they lost that they didn't lead a single second in. I'm so still not sure. I mean, I, I think the 34 nothing over the Patriots and the 48-17 win, you know, kind of skews it. And then they they didn't really they didn't really get crushed in any game. Like no. all their games were the first one game. score that oh, they wow. lost. So yeah, I mean um, they had an easy schedule. I I mean so so I I will say I I said this on the post game. In some ways, I'm glad it's over. End it with a 48 to 17 win. This hilarious debacle at the end. Like it, it's a fitting way to end the season. Like. No one, they win 48 17. Everyone hates DA more than ever. No one's happy. Like, that's just so on brand for the season. That's right. But, but, uh, I mean, if we're looking at this seriously for a moment, it will never get easier to win this division. Never. Uh, this is as weak. And, you know, I I look back on the Packers game, I look back on that first Atlanta game. Yeah, that first Atlanta game, they, they kicked five field goals. They had a pick six that went 92 yards the other way for a touchdown. Taysom Hill fumbled inside the five. Um, they, they, I mean, that was full throttle yeah, you, shenanigans you, full against credit the to Saints. You. Full credit to you. You've said all year Atlanta's a trash pile. Um, and I want to say, speaking They're of They're poorly trash coached. Pile, speak, well, yeah, Arthur. But, but sorry, Ralph, let me finish the thought. So I, I just feel like when you consider – how easy it was to win this division. I I just feel like the saints blew one of the easiest chances they will ever have to make the playoffs. And I, it's just like, what, what a wasted opportunity. I think this season will all, we will always look back on this and be like, man, they freaking blew. They didn't play. They didn't play a single, they played one elite quarterback and that was Stafford. And that, and you can kind of argue him as being like elite. They played one elite quarterback all year. Yeah. I want to say this: Carolina, they're in a they're like 2017 Hugh Jackson Cleveland Brown bad. Like that game there. I, look, it's the Saints' own fault they didn't make the playoffs, but Carolina could have won that game. They fumbled diving into the end zone and had a touchdown called back on the dumbest penalty you'll ever see. They couldn't line up right. And they lost nine nothing. Like Carolina, like Carolina is they they hit rock bottom, got out of jackhammer, and dug to China. They're so bad. I hope they Baker Mayfield couldn't even play. He he could barely walk. And they, like he looked like Michael Penix in the national championship <laughs> game. Like he was hobbled. He couldn't make throws. Like dude, they put up three field goals. And, and the like thing I know is, every I know everyone's saying like Philly's going to get their teeth kicked in by the Bucks, but like. Dude, unless Baker Mayfield gets healthy, like I, I don't really see Dude, him making Saints, any plays in that the game. The Saints would have kicked Philadelphia's teeth in. Yeah. Like the Saints, well, maybe not because the Saints offensive line is so bad. Cam Ir- Irving got hurt again. So I don't know. If the Saints could block Philadelphia, then it, Derek Carr would cook them. That, uh, I'm so drunk, I forgot uh, Dave's name. That's where I was. I almost. It's Kevin. It's Kevin. <laughs> It's yeah. Kevin. That's Kevin. Uh, Kevin's a Tulane fan now. I'm tripping balls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dave hates <laughs> Tulane. How was the vibes at the Dome? Um, that's a good question. Actually, um, I would say for the as far as the last few game home games are concerned, this was definitely 
the loudest and most upbeat. Uh, definitely better than the last couple of weeks. Uh, good amount of Falcons fans, though, I gotta say. Really? Um, yeah, I saw a couple. Yeah, good amount of Falcons fans. Yeah, there was a whole section where a whole bunch of them were all dressed alike. I don't know how they organized dressed. that, what was going on, but, uh, so, but, yeah. uh, yeah, no, uh, better than, better than the last few games. Yeah. So, guys, we are presented, or before we do that, uh, Thomas, give us a quick donation update. Uh, no new donations as far as I'm concerned. The last one was uh, Badrich. So, uh, Sean O'Leans, the one and only, is still in the lead. <laughs> Having me drink one whole that's the That's the worst thing I've ever drank. Like, I, I, I'm like, so that's he, officially he worse than Malort. It's worse than Malort. Wow. Well, there was more. Of I've it not, too. I've not. I'm not. I, I've always been an alcohol guy. I'm not. A, I've never been a drug guy. Like I it's called an do, alcoholic. Like oh. like uh, like 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 drugs. I don't do drugs. Like you smoke marijuana. Smoke. Like I don't. I don't do any of that. Devil's lettuce. Everything tingles. Like I feel like this is like a drug experience that I'm having right now. You know um, who probably doesn't drink or do drugs? Dennis Allen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did say. Uh, that when uh, he was talking about the games, did you hear he's like, we'll have a couple beverages? Yeah, I'm like, Come yeah, on, he's yes. talking about like, Dr. Uh, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> My so, chest burns like gonorrhea <laughs> on a cheap whore. <laughs> he's going to so, have a Mr. Mr. Pib. Yeah, so guys, we are presented by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula Louisiana, it's 86 proof, blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. It's not for Dennis Allen. Uh, you can pick mm. up a bottle wherever <laughs> fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season, so support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. Um, Andrew, I mentioned this before, but the Saints, with a point differential, the Saints finished the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, Pythagorean theorem. Ninth in points scored, eighth in points allowed. Derek Carr was the highest rated quarterback in the NFL the last four weeks. I'm not saying the offense is great. I'm not saying the offense's line is fine, uh, but did Pete Carmichael and Doug Marone specifically, did they save oh, their jobs in December? God. I was really By hoping way, you weren't going to ask that question. I'm By the way, saying, I, I, I'm going I'm, I'm to, this has become a weekly thing now. I'm going to stick up for Pete Carmichael again for all the ridiculous people who think he should be fired. One, uh, he did use Jimmy Graham as a decoy for a touchdown. That was brilliant. Two, uh, Nobody saw that Derek Carr-designed run up the middle a la Taysom Hill (laughs) coming. Uh, Okay? Pete Carmichael is more freaking creative than Willy Wonka's left pinky, okay? Uh, I don't want to hear it. Uh, There's nothing wrong with Pete Carmichael. As we can see, Dennis Allen is clearly the problem. Did you do the answer? Did you do it, not me? No. I'm I'm lobbying for his return. Wow. What? I, I know, no problem I, know I'm a, I know I'm hallucinating also, now, also, Andrew. Pete also, that's another 365 days of 
photoshopping Pete Carmichael into movies and television right. scenes. Well, right. we, we know. That, we, well, speaking of gross, uh, we know that the Saints have already reached out to John Gruden oh, God, and are interested in up. his services. So, yeah, I mean, that all signs point to them. It makes me almost it, want to vomit. If not making wholesale changes, at least, you know, enhancing and my, my fingers are in That is not enhancing anything. Right yeah. Anything. Well, first and, of all, uh, Pete Carmichael is probably just going to retire. He wanted to retire earlier. Uh, they brought him back in. They made him, they made him suffer through this misery uh, the last five months. Uh, so I, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like the Saints aren't going to do. They're not going to fire D.A., they're probably going to hire Gruden. They're not going to do anything I want them Here, to do. Here's the so, thing. But Andrew, tell you know. tell the people what you were te- what you and me were texting about last week and earlier. You were talking about that the Saints run game sucks, yes. and you said you texted me they need a run they need a they need an entirely new run game and a new run game coordinator. Full new stop. Plan. I yeah. looked at Gruden's rushing attack numbers. They suck. So, like, putting his racism and his homophobia, put all that aside, like, he's not even good at the thing that the Saints desperately need him to be good at. So, like... I actually wouldn't be against... Uh, I said this on the post game. I'd be fine with Carmichael staying. I, I, I don't think he needs to be the offensive coordinator. So, I think, ideally, you get a young guy that can yeah. be show some ingenuity and and be progressive and modern and have a good run game plan and find a guy that can coach the line to block the way they need him to and I don't know if it's a guy from the Shanahan tree whatever mm-hmm. like find a guy that could come in and be the offensive coordinator or at least be your run game coordinator mm-hmm. I don't think Pete Carmichael needs to be the offensive coordinator but for him to stick around and be involved in the passing portion of the game plan I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, yeah. sometimes you just need to mix it up, get a new playbook, and 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 start start fresh. So, like, yeah. I think there's a lot of worth to that. You know who I would but love. Pete Carmichael is not someone where I'm like he's got to be out of the building. But they they at, at the very least, I think they need a new leader as offensive coordinator, and they need to enhance the staff with some guys that can bring in some new ideas, especially with run game coordinating. I'm gonna give you two names. Ken Dorsey for Buffalo, their EPA per play was really good. And another name, I think he's going to be, he would be really hard to, to see two names, two more names. I'm going to give you these two, uh, Thomas Brown from Carolina. He's from the McVeigh, the Sean McVeigh tree, but Mike LaFleur, he's the offensive coordinator for the Rams, but he doesn't call the plays, right? Cause Sean McVeigh calls the plays there. But here's the thing, Dave, it's really hard. People, we, as fans, what, we don't realize this. It's really hard sometimes for these coaches that are like on the hot seat, like Dennis Allen. Sometimes it's really hard for them to get the offensive coordinator they want because I'm going to use a, a, a story. Jeff Fisher, he went right. from, he was with the Rams and he went from St. Louis to LA and it was a disaster with Jared Goff. And he said, look, I couldn't get the offensive coordinator that I wanted because everybody knew that I was on the hot seat. And I'm not making an excuse for Jeff Fisher, and I'm not going to make an excuse for DA if it doesn't work out. I'm just saying, like, hiring an offensive coordinator when everybody knows if you don't win 10 games, you're probably getting fired. Like, I think it's going to be a hard sell for DA to get a good, young, progressive offensive coordinator or run game coordinator. 
Yeah. I mean, is it is it not an opportunity, though, if they're here as offensive mm, coordinator and the head coach gets fired? Uh, is that not an opportunity then for them to move up? Uh, you know, they're in the building well, already. Or, or flip side, you could look at it and say, Andrew, you look if, if you were, say, Mike LaFleur, and even though D.A. would be on the hot seat, you could look at it and say, I got Derek Carr. I got Alave. I got Shahid, who went, who's going to the Pro Bowl. I got A.C. Perry. I got Kendra Miller. Like. I got like that. You got some dudes. I can make yeah. this work if I get Derek Carr. Well, I can't say top 10 offense because the Saints were already top 10 in points. But if I get the Saints to like top six, I skyrocket. I'll get a head coach job. So maybe it is more appealing than I thought. I don't know. I just want to say, uh, look, look could, could the Saints upgrade it at offensive coordinator? Sure. Like Pete Carmichael is not the, not even top five offensive coordinators in the league. Uh, not even is he close. top five Maybe. in the South? I, I, uh, yeah, he's number five. Um, and uh, but I just feel like we have bigger fish to fry. Like, um, like would I like an upgrade at offensive coordinator? Yeah, if 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 they make the right decision and it's a guaranteed upgrade, but. Uh, there are more important things that we need to address. I think there are other things that will. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think a new offensive coordinator is going to instantly equate to wins um, as much as a new head coach or a new quarterback or a new running game or a new whatever. Um, you know, I think there are other areas of need that would make a bigger impact quicker. Um, if they were upgraded. Andrew, are they going to do like, is anybody getting fired? Are they just going to bring more people in? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that, gonna, I mean, look way. like we, we've been kind of saying like Carmichael's done right the last two years. And then he comes back and, you know, even now it's like, well, Derek Carr had his best year with Gruden. Let's just bring in Gruden because he, you know, he was helping us out last year and they have the Raiders oh. connection. Like I, I like they brought in Joe Woods to be the defensive coordinator. Like that's a guy that DA knows. Like if, why, why do we keep poaching people from the Raiders and Browns? You know, like <laughs> I, that, that's a question I want answered, but um, you know, I don't, I just like, like at no point, the most the most surprising thing that DA has done was cut Lutz and Gilligan and go with UDFA kicker and punters. That's like the most surprising thing he's done in his two year tenure now with the Saints. Otherwise, it's just been of like a yeah. bunch of predictable moves, mm-hmm. nothing that exciting. Yeah, and yeah, I think Bring he's back Doug Marone. I mean, yeah. I, I'm at the point where, like, I think DA's probably going to stay the course. Like, they'll tweak yeah. a few things. You know, like, he didn't fire anyone in season. Like, at what point has DA ever shown us that he's willing to make gutsy? And now, he did blow up his defensive staff. You know, he, he fired uh, Chris Richard and he let Ryan Neal. Well, Nielsen got a promotion, but um, so. They would have fired him. I don't know. It, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting off season. I mean, you know, Shannon Sharp. You know, he had a take where he's like, "I, I would cut Jameis Winston today." I, I know everyone sides with Jameis, and I know everyone the only hates the DA. only one who's the only one who has come to 
DA's defense. But, but he wanted yeah, DA fired. Only he was like, you got to cut Jameis and you got to fire DA. In, in, a cra- you- in a crazy way, like, I would almost respect DA more if he did cut Jameis. Not that I don't side with Jameis in this situation, but, like, at least it would show some balls. At least it would show... I'm in control here, motherfucker. I make the call. Like you, you, you cross me. You're out of here. Like I would at least respect it. Like, I don't think he's any good, but like that would at least show control and stones, but you know what? They're probably going to resign him. They're going to be, and, and DA's gonna be like, yeah, come back, come back. Jameis. I forgive you. And it's they're just not. like, dude has no balls. You're not none. They're not going to bring back Jameis, are they? No, if they, if I, I'll agree, I agree with you, Andrew. If Da resigns Jameis, uh, that would be shocking, uh, and that would definitely be a, a, a beta move. But he's just uh, he just runs it back. That's what he does. Well, you know, status quo, continuity. Here, the 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 end of season press conference with Dennis Allen. I watched it, so y'all didn't have to. But there was a. There were a couple interesting things. The defense finished top eight, like we said, eight, uh, eighth in points allowed. Uh, but they only had one sack against Atlanta. And, Andrew, it felt like the schedule really, really helped mask the defense, defense's decline. They played a bunch of backup quarterbacks. Whenever they played a decent quarterback, Stafford or Lawrence or an elite coach, Ben Johnson, for Detroit, they got cooked. So, but I, I, will, I, will, I will say this, though, Ralph. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, now it doesn't mean much because we have no idea how next year plays out. But as it stands today, uh, on records based off this year, that's right. Atlanta has the easiest schedule in the NFL. The Saints have the Saints second. have the second easiest. Somehow yeah. Carolina has it worse than both of them. Oh, I, that I don't understand. Well, because the Saints are in the South and, 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 and they don't have to play themselves. Dennis Salen for sullying the good names of Allens everywhere. <laughs> Your boy Allen. I'll, I'll tell you what, DA is nobody's boy. I'll tell you what, Alan, <laughs> how, you're how my boy. Are, how close are we to a third shot? How about forty find... bucks? Forty wow. bucks. Wow. Prepare the Malta boot. Malta boot. Roll. I'll prepare the Malta boot. Um, but wait, like the the interesting thing that DA said in the press conference, which I was a little bit surprised. He said, "Listen, uh, we got to improve the run game," but he also said. Our run defense was not good enough. And I was just slightly surprised by that, Dave, just because the last month of the year. It was up and down, yeah. It was really good the last month of the year. Even the Rams game, the Rams only averaged like four yards a carry. So, like. Too little, too late, though. Yeah, but but it made me think. the The defense is like his baby. He sees all of the little problems with the defense. He he can't. I don't know. No, no. Last year, it was all about contested catches. Remember, yeah, the post in his post game yeah. conference, like that's oh, all he talked about. Like we yeah. can't make a contested catch. Mm-hmm. Did anybody ask him in the post game press conference again about the Jameis Williams Winston? Uh... No, because the in New Orleans media, <laughs> they don't like. I, I'll give props, like the, the Atlanta. Can media? we talk about Ed Daniels for a second? Yeah, we what did he do? What was his? Oh, he was the one who was. No, was oh, he's the other. He's the other he, one who takes uh, who takes Dennis Allen's side. It, yeah, well, no, he was just like, he was mad at Jameis, and Jameis was like, how do you feel about it? And he was James like, not, not, not good. James you know, and, and James so then Jameis was like, why do you not feel good about it? And he literally says this, Dave. He goes, well, you got to play him twice a year. 
what? <laughs> right. What? What are what? you talking about? What? Like, yeah. Are, are we supposed to now be afraid of Atlanta? Is it like oh the, now that they have an axe to grind with us, they're finally going to beat us? Is that like, is that what we should be afraid of? Like, I know. What, what are I, they going to do? Like, score a touchdown or something? Yeah. Like, if Atlanta's up score on us, if they're, yeah, I mean, if Atlanta's up 41 to 17 next year in the season finale and they do the same thing to the saints we'll probably cheer them on because we'll be like yeah get Dennis like, Allen out of here i'll be like good you should do that but but uh it'll be like can, will that get our coach fired please will that will that get our coach fired? I, I just like i could not get over how ridiculously you got to play them twice that's right that well, whole ralph, actually ralph you always go over to the atlanta you will go to the falcoholic and everything they were, were they um were they happy that we did that and got their coach fired? They mostly yes, mostly yes, <laughs> mostly yes. Like, like they were just, you know, at, at halftime they were like, "Wow, this is the best half Ritter's ever played." Like, this is like maybe we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win and we're gonna spoil the Saints season. Eh, I guess Arthur Smith's coming back. Like by the end, they were kind of they were kind of excited. They were like, "There's no, there's, there's no way they can bring him back now." I mean, it was it a win-win is, for them. It was a win-win. The funny thing is, like, Arthur Smith's probably never going to get another head coaching job in the NFL ever again. Like, his ending is hilarious. Like, it's it's funnier than Bobby Petrino's ending when he ran <laughs> he ran off to Arkansas, and I didn't think anything could top that. And <laughs> Arthur's, they they did like Arthur's. His stuff was boxed up when he when the plane landed, right, Andrew? Dude, dude, I don't know why this is just coming to me, but you know what the ultimate olive branch is from DA run game coordinator Arthur Smith. <laughs> Arthur Smith, come be our OC. <laughs> no, my God, no. he's a run game guy. It's he's a run game guru. That's his honestly, thing, man. honestly, I'm here for it. I, I think that would be so hilarious. Oh, Ralph's it, pants it, just got tighter. It, it would. It, it's so ridiculous. All because of it, Jameis Williams. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it goes one of two ways. It actually works. Arthur <laughs> Arthur Smith fixes the offense, and Da actually like makes the playoffs, saves his oh job, or oh. it implodes spectacularly. Like. It, no one between. Think, do you think Arthur suck Smith it would long, take the call? Suck it hard. This feels so good. Would he take the call from DA? <laughs> like if DA yeah. calls him next week, he needs a job. Yeah, what I'm saying though is, does DA have to leave a message? Oh, like does Arthur Smith pick up when he sees yeah. the call, or does he? Like, I'm well, telling like, you right, right, right now. You right still, now, you got to wait like a week. If if I'm DA. I offer Arthur Smith the job as OC, and the first thing I say is, look, when we play the Falcons, you can run up the score on them. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's score on them from victory formation again. <laughs> okay. this, time, this time we'll go for two. Butteridge is um, saying Arthur Smith is having fun at FedEx. So, uh, uh, Andrew, <laughs> love the idea. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's it's uh, it's witty. It's the stuff that movies are made of. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, it's something D.A. is is it's too good for D.A. He would never do this. Never think of it. Uh, would never follow through with it. Never happening. We spent the last 40 yeah. minutes uh, shitting all over D.A. for being a wet blanket. This idea that you've come up with is way too fun. Uh, way too <laughs> would be way, amazing. It, it can't happen. Cannot happen. 
It would it'd never. be amazing because because here's the thing, like Saints fans would be like, Ugh, Arthur Smith. But Atlanta fans would be laughing at us and it would just like spice up the rivalry even more. I'm here for it. That's what they I, I feel like we would enter a different dimension. <laughs> I'm yeah. already in a different dimension, Andrew. Just so you know. <laughs> the absence. The absence yeah. dimension. <laughs> Guys, Ralph Malbro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Uh, Thomas, give us a quick donation update. All right. Sean O'Leans is still in the lead. Only one new donation from your I'm... boy, Alan, and you heard it, 283 uh, he's How far behind. are we from from a third shot? How far, How far are we from it's a multiple? It's on the boot? screen. It's on the screen, Andrew. Forty four. See for yourself. Right forty four dollars. Yeah. It was forty last time. It's gone up four dollars. <laughs> I mean, I just you know you know he's the vicinity. The vicinity. He yeah, rounded, rounding, rounded down on. last time, and now he's rounding up. Fuck you, on the so, so gargantuan hotline is back, baby. 22 calls, 17 and a half minutes, Dave. Jason Champagne called three times. What, for a total of five minutes? What are you doing? Uh, People were were pissed. They were pissed about Jimmy not getting a touchdown. They were pissed about Dennis Allen being a bitch. I'm pissed about Jimmy not getting a touchdown. I'm pissed about Jimmy not getting a touchdown. And we end the hotline season on a high note with calls from hotline celebrities. Our cousin from Boston. Wow, Adam, radio voice guy. Uh, Thomas, play the hotline. It makes me sad. Is this the last hotline? It's time for, for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. Oh, <laughs> oh, cantare. third quarter have we found our at colston hey yeah so this is a little awkward um i'm one of dennis allen's balls uh my brother and i (laughs) have been left on the sideline and uh we thought he was going to come back around and pick us up but uh it's kind of you know lights out here in the dome and pretty quiet um if any of you could get in touch with him uh you know with him for us that'd be really doing us a solid you know um, uh, he seems to have forgotten us. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, if you could call him for us, it'd be great. Uh, on the sideline, same sideline where he left us. Thanks. Bruh, Dennis <laughs> Allen has an uncanny ability this to take things up. that I love and just completely f*** them up. 
Like, he is a punk bitch. He's worse than a punk bitch. You apologize to the Falcons for what? How about, how about you have any other players back other than Derek Carr's in an entire goddamn season? Just any other fucking player. You're gonna have Arthur Smith back? That dude's getting fired. You're gonna get fired too. You worse than a punk bitch. You a rat, Dennis Allen. Hey boys, it's your cousin from Boston. Well, you ended with a wonderful win over the hated Atlanta Falcons. What a game. But you know what? At the end of the day, your Saints, my Patriots, they're all sitting home right now packing their bags for vacation because the playoffs are nothing but a dream. Hey, it was bittersweet how they ended. But look at this way. At least my Patriots, they're going to get a new coach. So we got a little bit of hope. You guys got the same order of vanilla ice cream. It's going nowhere. <laughs> so, hey, it looks good. The season's over. Looking forward to next year. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the Saints schedule. You might as well just call yourselves the New Orleans Stormy Daniels because you're going to get <laughs> like porn stars next year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If this wasn't the death now for Dennis Allen and Derek Carr, next year, they're gone. So you got that to look forward to. Boys, it's been a pleasure. I may drop in and bother you. So take care all that shit. Love you, boys. See ya. Gentlemen, it's Adam, the radio voice, calling you from the eastern shore of Maryland. Well, oh my God. thank God the Saints beat the living hell out of the Atlanta Falcons. Great win. Great move by the team, by the way, to get that touchdown for Jamal Williams at the end. So I can only say this. Nobody in the NFL can take the wind out of the sails of a win like Dennis Allen. He had to bitch out and throw his team <laughs> under the proverbial bus in front of everybody. But we can't let that ruin a great win. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow. No playoffs. We see the future in front of us. I kind of equate it for us having Dennis Allen come back next year and be the coach. We, we're going to want a different outcome, but that's like watching the movie Titanic and hoping the boat doesn't sink. So great year. It's over. I'm not relieved, but I'm relieved. I'm a, I'm a mixed emotions. You know, I'll say this, Dave, I'm in your camp. I'm with you the whole way. So I appreciate everything you guys do. Talk to you soon. Who that, guys? And Dave can react, but he Thank you. It. Some great calls, guys. Uh, I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss the hotline. I'm going to miss hearing everybody's voice. Maybe we can bring the hotline back during the offseason a little bit. Uh, Thomas. Uh, do we have the second part of DA's balls call? In it's the in the answers. Yeah, yeah, we do. We Thomas, do. I make a request. Like you gotta, you gotta cut the video of the podcast tonight. The hotline. You gotta p- cut it and just the two and a half minutes of the video and post it on Twitter slash X and Facebook. <laughs> That'll go viral. That if that doesn't go viral, we're never gonna go viral. Ever. <laughs> the, 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 the 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 DA's ball is is. <laughs> Another so t- great. Another T-shirt idea. I don't and- know. No, it's not. A, it's not a T-shirt idea. But like, I don't know who does that or who 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 calls in and says all that. But like, uh, I just thought that was the best one out of all of them. Because uh, I, I know they've called in and they've been uh, they've been uh, Cam Jordan's corona uh, COVID right. yeah, before yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and other fun uh, things. But uh, this one was the best I thought, and like just his like nervous laughter and like the acting that he did. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. thought was like uh, yeah, he really you know, sold it. Golden yeah, no, was, nominee. Was, can, can we? That was probably my favorite of all time. Uh, can we? Is it possible to play just that one again? I kind of just love that one. Maybe. 
I don't, know, I don't remember the timestamp, but I can. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can do it. Uh, and then Adam, we, the we, radio voice, uh, we you can know, he said he agreed with me. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, after this, but I just Adam, the radio voice, said he agreed with me. Uh, he didn't specifically say what he agreed with, so I'm just going to assume everything. <laughs> everything I say, Adam, the radio voice, agrees with. I'm just I, that's I can only assume. That's right. I can only assume. Um, so now it's time. The Saints. Happy Hour Viewer Mailbag is brought to you by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more... And but not Virginia. Virginia. But not Virginia. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle Puritanic near you, state. go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Thomas, play Take It to the Top. Finger gun, Thomas. Roger that. This, 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 this absence or whatever the fuck, it was so bad. Like, I'm just, I might have to take PTO tomorrow. I won't be able to drive to work. Jesus. Um, it's bad. It's bad. Thomas, I'm going what, to my car to get some candy. I'm listening. <laughs> All right. Uh, first question. What, go ahead, Thomas. Dave has new headphones, by the way, for those who aren't watching Wireless. us. He's and really listening. excited about it. Yeah, that, that's why he... <laughs> He is Make sure you say in the chat how much you hate his new audio. Yeah, I can just play. He can finally hear it. <laughs> yeah. The fart noises. Okay, first question from Saints Rabbit. By keeping DA, should we be losing faith in Loomis or trust Loomis? Good question, Andrew. Uh, yeah, I have seen that, you know, people are going rogue and, like, all the way against Loomis, they're going against Gale. Gale. Like, they're ready to burn everyone to the ground. Everyone's accountable. Everyone's responsible. Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying, "Well, if Drew had passed the physical in Miami, Mickey would have been nothing." I mean, you know, I, I generally think Mickey Loomis is—he uh, has to hire well. Like, he has to surround himself with good people and he's to be done successful because like, he can't—he are... can't do it on his own. The Saints but have I, two guys getting interviews for GM jobs. Yeah. I, I think Mickey is, uh, he thinks through things. He's really smart, really solid. And, you know, you're not always going to get say the this. right results. But I, I, I think Mickey and Gail have always been all in to try to give us a winner. It's yeah. not always going to work. But they weren't scared to give Derek Carr $150 million. You might not like the choices sometimes. But they're never scared to put their chips all the way in the middle. And that's the kind of owner and GM I want for my franchise because I've seen people that are like, oh, we're going we're gonna to stay measured. We're going to take a step back. And, like, no, he, he swings for you it. He goes be, for you it. Could be, you could have the Tennessee general manager when Diana Rossini asked them about, well, why didn't you trade Mike Vrabel? They said, nah, we didn't want to trade Mike Vrabel because it was too complicated. Can you imagine if Mickey Loomis had said, nah, yeah, we're, not trading, we're not trading Sean Payton to Denver. It's too complicated. It's too complicated. It's- yeah, no, he, 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 you know, it was very complicated. And he rolled up his sleeves and he got us a first round pick. And like, that's what Mickey Loomis does. Mickey Loomis went toe to toe negotiating with Drew Brees. Drew Brees almost left. Because right. he was, he, he wouldn't budge. Right. Uh, and, and Mickey Loomis, right. I mean, I, I'm telling you, because I know this, he is respected around the league. Everyone knows he is a very tough negotiator, and he does a tremendous job for the Saints. He is highly respected. So 
you know, I don't buy the fans turning on him. Like I'm, I'm all in on Mickey Loomis. If, I if, think, I think he's tremendous. If Bill Belichick gets fired or leaves New England, Mickey Loomis will be the longer, longest tenured GM in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, Mickey Loomis did a show with Zach Streif um, once a week uh, when Zach worked for WWL, and obviously they formed a relationship and. Zach would eventually join the staff and coach. But um, so I'm just privy to some things. And again, I I just think Mickey Loomis is he's he's a genius. He's really, really good at what he does. And again, I think in any profession, like nothing's guaranteed. You you never know if these moves are going to work or not. I think that's true for anyone. No, No one like it's a competitive league. The difference between winning and losing comes down to very little. But that Mickey Loomis is a guy you want in your corner. I well, promise. The one thing I'll say is, if you haven't ever listened to it, go to Thomas Dimitrov. Is that how you say his name? The, the old GM of the Falcons. He did a thing where he yes, actually over- surprisingly you said it correctly. Wow, the absence is kicking in. Uh, the, <laughs> the 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 he did a podcast and he interviewed <laughs> Mickey Loomis. He traveled around America and he interviewed Mickey Loomis. And Mickey Loomis had some great interesting things to say about it. And he talked about his time in Seattle. And he's like, when I was in Seattle. We had Dave Craig, who was a really good quarterback, and we won a lot of games. He's like, we never went to the Super Bowl. We went to the AFC Championship a couple times. And he's like, we tried and tried after Dave Craig, and we never, we, 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 we really never could get it right. And he's like, it's so hard to get the quarterback right. Even if you think you do, you can't. And it was just, it was, it, he's like, a lot of this is luck. And I was like, wow, you know, most people in the NFL, they don't say that. They don't, they, 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 they pretend it's like, it's my genius. It's, it's my brilliance. And Mickey Loomis is like, ah, a lot of this comes down to just, you got to get lucky. And I you was like, think, wow, you know, but you don't know. <laughs> the thing is, I think Mickey Loomis cares. He takes his job really seriously. He cares about the community. Um, I never wonder if he's not, he may make the wrong decisions, the wrong hires or whatever, but I know that he's all in, he's competent. Every decision is going to be meticulously studied, carefully decided on. Um, I, the way he operates is methodical. And that those are the kind of people. Dave, we got a bonus business. question. We got a bonus question from Budrich in the chat. Smaller balls, DA or the guy in the Bass Pro Shop fish tank? Yes. <laughs> um, I saw that he saw that joke from uh, that girl, that Annie uh, Agar girl or whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think we ever really saw that guy's balls because the cameraman kind of like yeah uh, panned away as he jumped over and fell out. If I did a second shot of this, I would go in the Bass Pro Shop. I won't lie, Thomas. What's next? Yeah, by the way, 44 bucks away, guys. Uh, okay, next question. Do it. Do it. I'm not afraid. Oh, damn. Next question from Nole Fredo. Uh, how soon before Dennis Allen is ordering the Code Red on <laughs> James Winston? <laughs> Did you order the Code Red? J- uh, Dave, have you seen you have you the show? Do you get, that? Do you get yeah. that reference? The only thing about Code Red I know is uh, that's a Mountain Dew drink. Oh, about. my. Where is Kevin when you need him? Jesus. You've never seen a few good men? 
No, I've seen. Fugitive I have Hunter. it on my PC, I, man. Even. Wow. No, I've seen. For it. God's sake! Many, wow. Many times. Uh, even Thomas in Poland. You can't handle the truth. Um. See, I've seen it. Am I clear? <laughs> What's the day. opposite of a code red? Because that's what DA would do for Jameis. What's the opposite? Code blue ball. Code, code DA. Blue ball? Code, code code blue ball. Code oh, warm blanket. <laughs> sticking sticking with the testicle theme of the evening. Um. Yeah, I, Code Derek. <laughs> Arthur Smith and Jameis, uh, quarter Jameis quarterback in the Saints. Arthur Smith calling plays. I'm here for it in a preseason game. August. I'm mm-hmm. ready. My body is ready. Too cool. My my body is ready. <laughs> so, dude, uh, PTO tomorrow for Ralph. Um, what's next, Thomas? Jesus. All right, next question. Next question from Claude Henri Smoots. He asks, given how the year played out in the retrospect, were Groupy and Headley the right respective selections for place? Ooh, that's a great question because Groupy missed the kick that mattered the most against Green Bay. Yeah, I think Groupie ended up being pretty good. Over 80%. I think he missed no extra points. He was 30 of 37, I believe. There 80... was a stretch where he felt shaky as hell, though. Yeah. There really yeah. was. It was true. true. He, I, remember he, I remember he did miss a 28-yarder or something, or maybe less than that, 24-yarder. Yeah, right. 20, and, and I remember after he missed that saying, like, look, if you can't make that, like, get the heck off my team. Like, I don't care. Um so well, I, I want yeah. to hear what you have to say about Headley, though. You're undrafted. Yeah, player. I'm getting there. So, <laughs> yeah, so group, groupie overall, I would say good. Um, yeah, Headley, I mean, not good enough. <laughs> you can't not good enough. Headley, also, I mean, I know off the record, well, I guess I'm putting it on the record, that Thomas Morstead was interested in coming back this year. Uh, the Saints decided not only to cut Gilligan and go with Headley, but... They were like, you know, I never got the full story with from Thomas. Um, oh but uh, anyway, that's, that's the, knowing what we know no, now we regarding know. Jamal Williams and Jimmy Graham, I didn't think yeah. it was I, possible. I hate the A even more. Course. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus would probably Jesus would probably come back to Earth to play for DA's football team, and DA would be like, you know what? Forget about it. I don't need you to prove to the world. Here's that, the thing, uh, though: you can't. Co- who's gonna Who's gonna tell Headley he's not on the team? Yeah. You'll get cut. Well, well that's you. exactly why he stayed on it, right? That's right. I know DA's not going to do it. No. Um, uh, you know what, though? I'm going to say this. The like, I, I'm, the I'm off- hoping. I'm hoping Morstead comes back next year. Oh man, Morstead back because he's a friend of the program. And, be and and you know he was he was runner up in the AFC and uh, Pro Bowl. I mean, he that's he right. had an insane year. Yeah, and here's the thing that. Dave, the offseason for the Saints might be because the last two offseasons, the Saints have Sean Payton retired. You hired DA. You chased the sexual predator, Deshaun Watson, right? I'm snacking on some now and later, by the way. You traded Sean Payton and you, you had a two month chase for Derek Carr, right? So the, the, the last two years, the offseason have been crazy. The offseason this year might be quiet, but I'm here to tell you our summer might be amazing because the say I think the Saints. I I think if they bring Gruden back, if they, if they if, not back, but if they if they add John Gruden, 
They are a lock for hard knocks. A, a mortal oh, God. freaking lock. So we can have Do they fun. qualify though? They do, a hundred percent. They don't have a first year coach. They haven't made the playoffs in two in, in two years. Hundred percent. They've never been on it. So they hundred percent they qualify. What if your coach is as good as a first year coach? <laughs> by by the way, Thomas Moore said kicking in cold weather, right, up in New York. He averaged 48.8 yards per punt this year, second highest of his career. They played some team, either the Giants or the Redskins, where, like, Thomas Morstead was, like, the MVP and got the game ball after, and the coach said it was the greatest punting performance in the history of the world. Like, he he punted, like, 10 <laughs> times. He punted, like, 10 times, averaged, like, 50 yards a punt. Like, the DA didn't bring Thomas Morstead home is disgusting. Of all the well, things that of all this the tells you how bad this tells you how bad the Jets are. Thomas Morstead punted ninety nine times this season. What do you think is the most he's ever punted in a season? How how much, dude? That's got to be 60. it. That's got to be no. Sorry, second most. Second most. Sixty. Uh, well, second most is seventy four. So twenty five punts less. The next lowest. Sorry, the next highest is 62. Wow. So 100, 100 punts. The Saints didn't punt much while Thomas Morstead was he there. He might have not. Dude, he might have 100 punts, Andrew. That might have been like two years worth of punts. Like in 2011, 2012. Yeah, oh, he was in the he was in the fifties many times. Yeah, like oh my in god. Tw- in two thousand eleven, he punted forty six times in sixteen <laughs> games. Yep. Bring Thomas Morstead home, DA, you coward. Um, I'm willing to sacrifice my UDFA son for Thomas Morstead. Exactly. I'll even, I'll even, I'll get drunk and then I'll tell him that he's cut. I'll do it. I'm also, I'll I'll do it. I'm also willing to sacrifice Andrew's UDFA son for Thomas Morstead. I'm willing to risk harm to my body to tell Headley that he's cut so Thomas Morstead can come home. Uh, Thomas, what's next? Right, final question from Jeff Drunken. Uh, he asks, how badly, how badly do we want the Falcons' next head coach to be named Smith? I've never wanted something so more in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Do we have possibilities? I mean, are, are there possibilities? The good news is, yeah, the, well, the good news is, is that's it's probably our best chance. It's the most common name, so. Yeah, I would have to. Who's who's to, who's available that has the last name Smith? I'd have to look at us. Just anybody who got Sean McVay coffee or Kyle Shanahan coffee, if they're named Smith, you could hire them. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it would be amazing. Here's the thing. Atlanta or Carolina, one of them is going to make a terrible hire. I'm, I, I, I assure you. I don't it. And I don't know who. Not, I, not both. I mean, it would it would be amazing if both did. Um, but one of them is going to make like one of them is going to make a bad hire. Uh, Brett, my money's on Carolina. Ron Rivera to Atlanta. God doesn't love me that much. I've heard uh, they they want uh, Belichick. They they do. They, that's that'd be interesting. That yes, please. Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And you want that, Ralph? Yes, 100%. I actually don't think it would be a great hire. The thing is with Bill really? Belichick, 
is I would be very concerned. He Bill Belichick is old and he's he only wants to hire like his guys and his guys are terrible for his staff. Like he's still a good coach, I think. And also Dave, he's awful at personnel. And the thing is the if, defense, if, the defense would be annoying overnight. Like it would tran- transform into something pretty good. I think. Yeah, it would be like, but, yeah, the more I, the more, yeah, I, the, more I, I, the thing, the thing is like, I, to me, what would be much more scary is like an offensive guy that yeah, I, unlocks yeah. Kyle Pitts and Bajan Robinson. Like that's where their talent yeah, is. Drake so, London. like they're yeah, they're gonna, I, they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go all in for Ben Johnson. That's just my guess for it. Yeah, that would be a little scary, especially Johnson. if they figure out quarterback Johnson. Oh. Very generic name, but not Smith. Close, not but Smith. not Smith. Close, yeah, yeah. Um, Thomas, am I going to do a moment? Oh, your boy Alan said, uh, Lovey Smith and Carl Smith. Those would be, good. Those would be great ones. Let's go. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go. Will Smith. Will yeah. Smith. Uh, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you meant the actor. Thomas, how close am I to doing a multi boot? 44 still. It's that's no. right. So, no uh, nobody got to get too off the drink anymore. They've taken my I guess everybody's going to just Dennis Allen the rest of this podcast and uh, mail it in. Yeah. So we got to do... Who's who's going to be the Jameis... Who's going to be the Jameis Winston uh, here? Who's going to step up and... Who's going to make a team decision? And and get... Yeah, who's going to make a team decision and and get Ralph (laughs) into that end zone for the first time this season? (laughs) (laughs) We got to do... We got to do game pick season finale. Um... Thomas, let's let's get to it. Dave, that's your cue, man. Mm. Look at Sorry, look at this. Yes, I know. All right, this is where we were. This is where we were before. Uh, well, yeah. So uh, Kevin and Andrew were tied. Yeah, and then I was uh, in second with fourteen points. Kevin and Andrew had twenty-one points. I had fourteen points. Ralph had ten points, pulling in the rear. Look at that score, but, though. But uh, all of us got points for predicting the Saints, except Ralph gets ten points because he predicted twenty-eight to seventeen, and seventeen was exactly yeah. uh, what Boom. Atlanta had. And then I thought for sure. Oh, now, see, I thought I was going to come in. I thought I had a made with Taysom Hill, but he didn't get a touchdown. <laughs> uh, Kevin noted got noted Falcons killer. Right. That's why I thought I was good. Uh, and then, but Kevin got two points for having Chris Olave with 14.6 fantasy points. Andrew lost four points uh with jimmy graham who had zero points yeah but wow I, I had the most 10 points i was anti-da i had the most courage Derek carr was an easy choice ralph gets you four points it, yeah. for picking Derek carr only four you got a total of 14 points and if i'm doing the math correctly you're yeah, gonna lose by one, one you, point <laughs> wow boo Look, look I lose. lose. Yeah, there you we go. Got yeah, a, yeah. We got a special, you know. The sun never sets on the Held. empire. <laughs> For the second year in a row, by one point this time, Kevin Hell is the winner of game predictions. Damn. Nice. Oh, the interception. Matt Ryan. Oh, 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 
Hope Ralph has a good PTO day tomorrow. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> was that Andrew? No. No, it was, Who was uh, that? Andrew's dad. I think it's your boy, Alan. Your boy, oh, Alan. It's your boy, Alan. All right. Alan. All right. Nice. So continue on. I'll uh, I'll go get the multi boot. Go get some absinthe. I like uh I, I like this picture of me in the in the, the stock stockade. Damn uh, it, it was close this year. It was almost the same as last year. Last year also Kevin won and Ralph was yeah, second, is, but is, I- does Dave get the guillotine? Do we have a graphic for that? <laughs> We didn't we didn't get it last year. We don't have it this year, but we can make up some punishment for Dave for being the loser of the contest. Ooh. Maybe he has ah, to drink job, ma- drink three malots in a row or something. <laughs> By one point, you you messed up, Dave. You you could have made Ralph the winner if uh, if Taysom played better. I think. I know. I know. I really thought. Uh... I, I like just just like Taysom had a bunch of good runs, and, I, using al- them and, and I almost had uh, twenty eight to free graphic ready with uh, Kevin fumbling the lead, but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Ralph didn't make it. All right, Ralph's back. He's getting his headphones so in. Let's see if he takes himself off mute here successfully. Okay, there we go. All right. Here's a here's a thing that I know I'm in really bad shape Bec- because. I went into the kitchen and, and it turned set, out to be your bedroom. And it's now and <laughs> and it was dark and Sally would she turned on the light and she said, Stop. Don't do oh. a damn thing. I said, oh. Well, I need a shot. She said, I'll do it. Stop. <gasps> oh no. And she Oh made, no. We got Ralph in trouble. <laughs> and she made it she made it for me. Um Oh, oh, oh. She doesn't want you to... She made the shot for I me. She, uh, she didn't want... I, thought I thought she was going to take it. I thought she was... Yeah. I thought yeah. she was going to fall on the sword for you. Yeah, I thought she was concerned about your drinking. She just didn't want you to spill anything on the Yeah, floor. she just... No, she doesn't care. She doesn't care about my drinking. What are you kidding? No. He's like, um, don't make that money, Don't make that money, I thought she was... I thought we got you in trouble. No, she doesn't care. What? Kidding? <laughs> right. No, she ma- so what, what are we? What are we doing here? Hard high. What is that? All right. So here we go. <laughs> Just remember, <laughs> Ralph. There are, there are sponsors, so this has to go down real smooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one, right? I would, Dave. I would die before I would ever vomit up hard hide. I would just be, be the end of the show. I would die. I would never. I would never do that for such a delicious, beautiful product. Never. By the way, by the way, as as Andrew's dad pointed out on Twitch, are you telling us that Selly assisted you? <laughs> ultimate. The ultimate. <laughs> hey, Selly, I need assistance. Uh, Alda Mourinho is uh, quick to point out that you're chasing hard hide with hard hide. I am. I am. Oh it's, yeah. Oh yeah. I am. And the, the alligator. The alligator liquor. The alligator liquor. Oh my god. Oh, I am so drunk. By the way, I've been laughing so hard. My wife is all is mad at me. She came in here and was, <laughs> stared at me. So that was the me. final. What's your wife's name? 
Aaron. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, Aaron, I need assistance. She can't. She can't hear me. I need Aaron to talk to my wife about the cat with the diabetes. The cat with the diabetes. My wife is. Oh, we put that cat to sleep. Life. We were like, we, we were like, we can't take any more of this. It's been 14 years. Uh, this is ridiculous, and we put that cat to sleep. Uh, so, <laughs> if you want to ask my wife for an opinion, go ahead. <laughs> She'll tell you. you. Your boy Alan says we need to. Now we need to get my wife mad. My wife, my wife. She probably texts me once every other show in in all caps and says, "You're too loud." Oh, does she? You never mentioned yeah. this. That makes me. Feel I'm in the basement. Better. She's two floors above me. <laughs> she texts me that fucking paper loud. walls in in the U.S. Man, come on. Um, yeah. So uh, well, we don't have we don't have concrete walls. We don't have to worry about missiles and bunkers uh, in Poland <laughs> like you do. What what I what I want to know about is what was your favorite moment of the season? Um, I'll go first. I mean, obviously the Jimmy Graham touchdowns. If he would have scored against Atlanta, that would have been it. Uh, the Jimmy Graham touchdowns, all four of them were great. But for me, where it's is this got, it, 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 I'm just, just I'm just asking it. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was when Tano. I'm like looking in the chat. I'm looking on the screen. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> who sent us this question? And it's when, just Andrew. Just it's just, just talking to himself. Just, yeah. When when Tano Passanio sacks Tommy DeVito and yeah, hits him with that. this as a celebration, I I died. That was that was the peak moment. They didn't like that moment. I mean, yeah, that was a great. The 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 Giants game is 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 high on my list because I called it. I was like, they're gonna crush Tommy. Yeah. Um, and I wanna I wanna say the Tampa game because I was that was another one. I was like, they're gonna kick Tampa's ass because it's the Saints, it's the NFC South, and so that's your answer. Just the whole Tampa game. No, and I, this answer is going to surprise y'all. It's really the it, question is really what's your favorite moment? My favorite, yeah. The, the, yeah. my favorite moment, the moment that gave me the most excitement, is going to be a sad one. It's the your UDFA son Shahid running the punt back against Green Bay, because I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, this this is happening. We're up, they're up seventeen to nothing. Mm-hmm. In Green Bay, they're going to be three. This is and happening. Loop up. Yes, this this is happening. We're going. The Saints are going to maraud through this easy, sad schedule. They're going to win twelve or thirteen games, and it's going to be amazing. And like that's that was my highlight of the year. It, it didn't turn out that way, again. but in that moment, it was amazing. We're playing again in Green Bay next year. Is that correct? Did I see that? Maybe. You can book it. Saints Denver is going to be on primetime sometime. Sunday night, Thursday oh. night. Colin night. Saunders as fullback was also fun. Yeah. If they had gotten him in the end zone, that, that would have vaulted to the top, I think. Yeah. Dave? Um, Saints, Saints Denver primetime book it. That's fine. I agree with that. Uh, Denver by a thousand points. <laughs> um, I, 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 hopefully. Not with hopefully, Jerry's freaking Stenum. Nah, I don't care who. Oh, so that, mean, that means the Saints are also will go playing out there the Raiders. And play quarterback himself. No, they. Well, yeah, they AFC West. Yeah. So Da will play the Raiders as well. Mm-hmm. Oof. No, oh, well, next year is going to be interesting. Maybe we should get Gruden. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the worst mm. joke I've ever heard. Yeah, sorry, that was a terrible um, joke. I don't know. I I I have a terrible memory. I I never remember uh, things like that. Uh, recency bias. Honestly, last play of the season. Uh, honestly, a middle finger to DA. I don't know if it gets much better than that. Um, and Arthur Smith. Yeah, yeah. Kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't. I have. I have. I, have, I would have. Had, this is something I would have had to have done research on and, and jogged my memory. Uh, Aldi Mourinho asks, does, does Peyton try to run up the score on us? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't think he does. Yes. No, yes. I don't think he does. That's why, I'm I saying, think, that's why I'm saying Broncos by a thousand. No, I don't think he would. And I think we'd feel worse about what? it. Like, we'd be like, no. It'd be like a pity. Like, I could run up the score, but I'm not going to. No. no. Dude, Sean what? Peyton called what? up Mickey Loomis and leaked stuff to the press that he was interested in coming back to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, he had no problem stabbing DA in the back the year oh, yeah, after wasn't he, he left. Mad, wasn't he mad about the trade, too? What do you wasn't mean? He, but like he was mad, like he felt like this, like Mickey Loomis was driving too hard a bargain and making it difficult yeah. for Denver. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, I take it all back. He's gonna run up the score. Yeah. But not if he has Jared. Not if he has Jared Stidham. Da will put him in a locker. Like I said, Peyton will go out there and play quarterback himself if he has to, <laughs> uh, just to beat the shit out of us. Um. So, uh, Thomas, uh, give us the MVP. What's going on with that reporter, the Broncos reporter, by, by the way? I don't that know. Guy. What was that guy's name? Albright. Yeah. Benjamin Albright. Yeah, we had a yeah. good time with him. What's up with that guy? Well, you know he went on, uh, he well, aired his, his dirty laundry. Do you remember yeah. all that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah his girlfriend. Yeah. Did he get the help he needed? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but if he wants to come back on the podcast, we'll, we'll have him. We don't do we, we, don't, we, we don't do spaces anymore though. I'm not a Twitter yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not a Twitter blue person, so I can't do spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas, give us the final MVP tally before we do the knife giveaway. All right, we had so many donators this episode. Thanks to Ali Mourinho, to our real uncle Mitty, to Jason Champagne, to Purveo Awesome, to who that golfer, to Andre Juge's dad, the big judge. To Budrich, mm. to Andrew himself, to your boy, and to the MVP for the first time ever. Very surprising one with 100 buckaroos, which is. The Sean Orleans himself. Congratulations. Oh. That son of a bitch is going to get this knife now, isn't he? He's gonna... <laughs> That's a possibility. He's doing this just for the knife. He just wants the knife. Um, it's a Saints Rabbit donated ten thousand bits week eleven. That's amazing. Uh, that was probably that, a show Andrew wasn't on. <laughs> it probably was. It was probably the one where I was drinking out of the handle. That was that was probably yeah. That sounds about right. Um, the, the funnier than that though is Andrew being MVP yeah, week Andrew's- ten. And eleven, yeah. and, 12. And, and, and week ten, and week twelve. Yeah, I'm got, winning the knife, baby. Entries. Yeah, uh, but who is um, who's Chody? Who's Chody ninety eight? I mean, this knife. Yeah, he hasn't been on like, here much, but he won one time. This, this, I'm not this familiar with that strong. name. This strong, this knife is. Strong. Yeah, Hatchet John at top of the leaderboard. He won five times over the course yeah. of the and season. Also, we're giving and we're giving away a knife, so seems then, fitting oh, that he should win this. 
There's a three-way tie for second between myself, your boy Allen. Patrick Jones has, has the number one draft pick. He has like 30% yeah. chance yeah. of winning. Yeah. And, also, he, and also, since, also since he won the most MVPs this season, he gets the VIP badge on Twitch. Unfortunately, he's not uh, in the chat tonight, but he'll get it. Oh, wow. Damn. Nice. Let, With a VIP badge. What does that look like? Uh, like a diamond in the wow. chat. Wow. Uh, right now, only Romeo has it since he was the first ever donator since we started uh, streaming on Twitch. Oh, Romeo has a diamond? Wow. Yeah, you, you never noticed? I haven't, no. Okay, so, so we are so ready we to. Why is it my we... face on the wheel? I don't know, man. That's how it comes. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. This is, this is your podcast. We're all just, we're, this is your world. We're all just living in it, man. <laughs> yes, it is. You think we would be doing this if it wasn't for you? Ralph, how many of your faces do you see on the wheel? Because there's only one. If you see multiple, it's <laughs> I the see mul- I see multiple. I see. Is, it, is that true? I see like four. Is that true? Yeah, no, there's, there's only one. <laughs> there's only I one. See, I see like four. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah you're really uh I see the, like it's, four. the absinthe is like, getting I see deep. like one face but I see like like four like behind the main yeah. face. Yeah, no, that's not that's normal. Not there at all. No. Yeah, that is not That's not normal. All. Something's wrong with you. Oh yeah. I'm so thinking right. about Selly, the way you told that story about Selly. I really thought she's wanted you to stop drinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jesus. So uh, nothing stops the this train, man. Nothing stops, nothing this train. stops the train. Spin the wheel. Okay, so this this spin is for the noise, guys. For the noise and the noise. I'm, I'm gonna need help from your son, uh, Rolf. So let's. You might need the... to enlarge the uh, the sp- the spin thing, <laughs> so we can see it. <sighs> oh no! It was almost Sean O'Leans. Damn. Hatchet wow. John. Hatchet John. That's the way it should be. That's the way yeah. it should be. Yeah. That's the way it should be. It's like, um, you know, it's like the lottery odds for the NBA. It's the opposite, though. Like, since Hatchet John donated the most, it's like the, the you know, the Detroit Pistons, they're like three and 52. Of course, they, they have the best odds. Like, the Hatchet John. Like, that's who, that's who deserved to win. Thank, thanks, Hatchet John. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody. Now, now go use the knife as a hatchet. Yeah. Right. If, if you use now, the you, knife, now you've truly earned the name Hatchet John. If you use the knife to commit a crime, we'll disown you. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be on Dateline getting interviewed. Also, we're not by, liable. I don't want to be interviewed by Dateline. Interviewed by that guy. What's his name? Where he talks like this? I don't want to be like, yeah, he won the uh, the knife, and they knew it was a signature because it had the same happy hour logo. Um, but. <laughs> But uh, so as long as you don't commit a crime, we love you, Hatchet John. So now, th- Thomas, we got to spin for the T-shirt. We're going to give away a T-shirt. <laughs> watch, watch out, hobos. <laughs> yeah, the second spin. Let's see if Hatchet John wins it again. So these are people who donated any amount during the season. You can see there's a lot more of them. Let's spin Oh, even it. I'm on there. Wow. Yeah, even you're on there. If you win it, Dave, it doesn't count. How much, how much is this for? A T-shirt. Oh, Saints Rabbit. Saints Rabbit. Saints Rabbit. Nice. Thank you, Saints Rabbit. He's a he's a the legend. He's a legend uh, question asker in the mailbag. So we like it's 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 good. 
It's good. All Legend around. prop map prop master. Should we add Arthur Smith and Dennis Allen yelling at, yelling at each other at midfield on with like Jimmy Graham and Zach Streif? No, no. Uh, D- I wish we had D- the audio of that. Da doesn't belong on on there. It was Arthur Smith. He poor guy. He knew he was getting fired. He didn't say like, "Why'd you do that to the, us?" He's like, "Why'd you do that to me, bro?" Fired. Yeah. Um, thanks to all the people who donated during the show. Thomas, give us a recap, everybody. I already did, man. Before the spins, <laughs> I would I would say <laughs> that I don't remember, man. I don't remember. I would say that I'm really. I drunk, congratulated I Kevin. You don't remember? I don't remember. I do that a lot, though. But I, but I'm really drunk tonight, so I thank you oh, for one last Jesus. ride, Jimmy. I'm glad that, that Ra- Ralph pulled out. I'm ra- glad that Ralph pulled out your fat head and put it yeah. on his wall tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry I, that DA we sucks. love you, Jimmy. The Jimmy yeah. Graham. That's a fun. Before we get out of here, like the Jimmy Graham, like farewell tour. Like it didn't end with the touchdown with the perfect ending. But I gotta say, like it was. It was fantastic. Like the Jimmy Graham return. Like, I don't know that we could have asked for more than what we got from Jimmy Graham. Right. Like it went better. Than uh, no, we- disagree. No, it could have been better. Uh, well, I thought yeah, we talked weeks ago about how games he and played in the red zone yeah. and been thrown to. Yeah. yeah. No, and he no, ended I mean, up with seven. He ended up with seven catches for four touchdowns. Like, but I mean, it, that, he probably should have had like 12 catches for six touchdowns. But here's yeah. the thing that. Even well, though they didn't ball. use him, they yeah. didn't use him enough. The ending was better because we wanted them to use him more. He could have been more of a weapon. That ending is better than oh, he's sad and washed up, and they cut him during the year. Or he goes on IR. Like the ending was like really nice. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if? Okay, how about this? Does Jimmy? Jimmy Graham's going to retire because D.A. is coaching the Saints. If D.A. gets fired and the Saints hire a new exciting coach, does D.A. run it back? Does uh, Jimmy Graham run it back one more year, <laughs> hoping, like, the new coach is cool and yeah. not Dennis Allen? You never say never. I just feel like his – I mean, I don't know. I know he's in good shape because he's been cycling and all that, but I think it was clear this year that, like, his body – he just needed too old to kind of – do what they needed, you know, on a consistent basis from blocking. And I mean, he really had a a role that was condensed to just red zone catching. So I don't, I don't know that you can justify a roster spot for that. How many years after he retires is Jimmy piloting my spirit airlines flight to Newark? (laughs) I would say seven. Seven years. Okay. Here's a good question. Jimmy Graham, is he? He, is made, he made plenty of money. Is he? Is he? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's not, he doesn't need to do anything. Is he, he going to get in the kit? You think Jimmy Graham gets in, gets in the Hall of Fame? Mm, mm, Saints mm. Hall of Fame or NFL Hall? Hall? Canton. Canton. Uh-huh. I mean, I, he's, he's, in my, he's in the Hall of Fame of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know about, I don't know about the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I'm not sure. So. This was an amazing show. Yeah. Amazing. They put the exclamation point on it. Um, Jesus. Uh, I want to thank Vinny for sending us the Deuce McAllister jersey and the more booze for my booze collection. Thanks, Vinny. 
uh, in Maine. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Saints Happy Hour. Please go to saintshappyhour.com. Become a patron. I know a lot of people don't necessarily listen to the end, to all the way to the end. But if you do and you're not a patron, please support the show. We can't do it without you guys. Go to Saints Happy Hour. Become a patron. Uh, thanks to Dave, to Andrew, for Kevin, for hanging out in the chat and making me drink poison. Thanks, Kevin. And Tomas, the best producer on earth, Tomas. running the show back in Poland in the middle of the night. Remember, kids, mm-hmm. if you're, you're going to support a Saints podcast, support the one that wins awards. Until next time, the bar is closed. Congrats, Kevin, for winning the title, but I'm coming for you next year.